Hey everyone, this is Heidi St. John. Do you need some good news for these hard days? Well, I'm here to give you a little bit today from the Word of God. We're going to talk through some of the headlines, particularly as it relates to artificial intelligence and some of the things that are coming out of the Biden administration. But first, I'm going to take you to the book of Jeremiah and remind you that God is in control. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Well, I hope you guys are having a good day wherever this podcast finds you. I want to say thank you before I get into it today to everyone who's leaving reviews for the show over at iTunes and over at Spotify. We really appreciate that. If you have feedback that you'd like to leave for us over at Spotify, uh, we are publishing that feedback and you can just go to Spotify and uh, click on any episode that you want to and you can leave reviews for the show there. You can leave feedback. But the most helpful thing that, that gets the podcast out there is if you leave these reviews over on iTunes. I also want to say thanks for everyone who's leaving reviews for my brand new book, which you can see if you're watching this that I have in my hands. Uh, this is MomStrong365, uh, a daily devotional to encourage and empower everyday moms. And we're getting a lot of great feedback on it. I am a super fan of 365 day devotionals. And so I'm excited to finally see it out there in the marketplace. It will make a great Christmas gift. So if you're wondering about what you can get for that mom in your life for Christmas this year, well, a 365 day devotional is a great gift for uh, the end of the year and to start off the new year, right? Jeremiah 23, 23 says, am I only a God nearby, declares the Lord, and not a God far away? I think sometimes the burdens of this world feel too heavy. Sometimes the hard really does just feel too hard. And we've all been there. Uh, we've been there in our in our marriages. We've been there in relationships with other people, some of us struggling financially. And I, for one, am really glad that we're now in the month of November, <laughs> because frankly, I'm always happy to get out of October and into November. That's how I feel, unfortunately, now about the month of June. I feel like October focuses so much on the demonic in this world and November focuses our hearts on thankfulness, which leads into December, which hopefully will focus on the Lord Jesus. But I think that these have been particularly hard days for mothers and moms are fixers. You know, we, we're, we, we want to fix all the things as my younger daughter would say. And as I am recording this, uh, our world is absolutely in chaos, chaos in the Middle East, chaos here at home. Our southern border is it's a full scale invasion that's happening at the southern border. And in fact, I was on my way to the studio the other day and listening to the news, which I don't often do anymore because it's just so frustrating. And they were sharing about the statistics of people coming across our southern border. Yesterday, I saw a video of a man in Queens, New York, a taxi driver that saw a car next to him in rush hour traffic. He saw a car next to him with an Israeli flag on his car. And this taxi driver started harassing the, the, uh, the driver of this van of this other SUV and finally pulled the sticker or whatever it was off the Israeli flag off this guy's car, threw it on the ground and then threatened to run him over with his car. This is happening in the United States. We've never seen anything quite like it. The Biden administration, probably the most corrupt, evil administration ever in the history of our country. But, you know, we get the, uh, the administration, I guess, that we vote for, which I guess we could we can argue about that as well, right? But 
the world, fixing the world is really beyond our capability. Only the Lord and the intervention of the Lord can fix what's going on in our hearts. And I think it's easy for our hearts to get heavy. I've been teaching through, as you guys know, over at the Faith That Speaks community, I've been teaching through the book of Revelation. And what's so astonishing to me is that over and over again, and we see this throughout scripture, not just in Revelation, God calls us to repentance. It's repentance that stops judgment. And we may desperately want to fix what's going on in the world. We, you know, we see these, you know, woke school boards and uh, woke ideologies in our schools. And people like me have been out on the front lines of the education war for a very long time, sounding the alarm saying, hey, this is really important. You guys wake up, pay attention. When a student is fully trained, he'll be like his teacher. And yet the battle for the hearts and minds of our kids continues to rage every day as hundreds of thousands of parents drop their kids off at these broken, morally bankrupt schools. And it frustrates me. I can't even begin to fix it. I, I, I can feel helpless. My heart can feel heavy. And if you feel that way right now, it's not a surprise because there's a lot of brokenness in the world right now. I don't know a single person who hasn't been affected by it. I was just reading the headlines. You know, of course, you guys are following them too. And you saw, uh, you know, young people and people of you know middle age like myself continue just to be dying suddenly of uh, cardiac arrest. Matthew Perry, you guys have heard that story by now, of course. The the star, one of the stars of the sitcom Friends, died just a few days ago at the age of 54, and just a couple days after that, another actor, Tyler Christopher from General Hospital, dead at 50 of cardiac arrest. Of course, the news outlets are desperate to have this be anything other than related to what we all know that it's related to. And so the legacy media says, well, Ma you know, Matthew Perry drowned. Oh, okay. He drowned in his jacuzzi. <laughs> okay. He drowned in his jacuzzi. No, no uh, drugs were found at the site of his uh, death. And it's, it's been, you know, chronicled and he's been very open. He was very open about his struggle with substance abuse, but there were no substances, illegal substances found uh, at his home. He apparently had a heart attack. And his assistant found him face down in his jacuzzi. And so, therefore, the legacy media has labeled that a drowning death. That's like, it reminds me of when people died, you know, in COVID after getting the you-know-what. <laughs> and and uh, they would, the you know, or someone would die from, or, and they would label that, you know, oh, we don't know what that was. It looks like, you know, a sudden onset uh, uh, reactive heart disease. Oh, okay. Or we heard one of the medical examiners in Canada last year declare that after the flu season, now we're in stroke season because that's a thing because stroke season is a thing. And we're just surrounded by people who are liars, frankly, and evil. It's evil to support Hamas. It is. It's evil. When we see people in the United States waving the, uh, the flag of Hamas, we got problems in this nation. I just saw Ben Shapiro was over at Oxford University and he was trying, he was, he was debating a hardcore supporter of Hamas in the halls of Oxford. It wasn't that long ago when the world was united in agreement that what happened to the, to the Jews in the Holocaust was wrong. But now uh, evil has, uh, has, seems to have taken the upper hand in the fight for the Jewish people. And it's kind of amazing to see every day the world just groaning under the weight of sin. Every day it's increasingly clear how much 
we need Jesus. Our weary hearts need to feel his presence. Our minds need to know his truth. Our bodies need the kind of rest that only he can provide. Someone asked me the other day, you know, how are you feeling you know, coming sort of out of my travel season? I have, I think, two more uh, places that I'll be traveling and then I'll be done for the year. And I said, I'm, I'm ready for some rest. I'm ready to stay home and make some sourdough bread. I'm ready to try a new recipe. Uh, I'm ready to put Christmas lights up in my house and log on my fire. And I think a lot of us feel that way right now. And praise the Lord, God knows this about our hearts. He knows this about the human heart. God is present, the Bible says, in every circumstance. He never sleeps. He's on duty 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. God is present in every circumstance. In Jeremiah 23, 23, which I read to you at the beginning of the show today, we we read a warning to the false prophets. And here's the message. They cannot hide from God. And there are a lot of people who are... Uh, living lives, you know, people in leadership in this country who I would I would say are false prophets, not false prophets in the way that you might think of them uh, as a false prophet for a religion, but I'm talking about false prophets in that they're just lying to people that are around them. I thought it was interesting. I'll see if I can pull it up. Uh, this headline came up right before I went to record today. And honestly, you guys, I'm not even supposed to be in the studio today. I had recorded a show and it didn't get, for whatever reason, it didn't get um, published. Something happened to the file. And so I had to come in today on my day off. This is the day that I spend with my daughter. And we, we bake sourdough and catch up on homes, homeschooling and laundry and things like that. But as I was coming in here, I read on uh, Fox News, bank records show that the Biden, that Joe Biden has received laundered money from China. House Oversight and Accountability Chairman James Comer said that bank records uncovered by lawmakers reveal that President Joe Biden received $40,000 in laundered money from China. According to Comer, the money to Biden originated from Northern International Capital, a Chinese company affiliated with Chinese conglomerate CEFC. And eventually it made its way to James and Sarah Biden after going through a series of Hunter Biden-leaked entities. Remember when Joe Biden told the American people that his son didn't make money in China? Well, not only did he lie about his son, Hunter, making money in China, but it turns out that $40,000 in laundered Chinese money also landed in Joe Biden's account. And I guess I'm just here to say, God sees it. Hey, Joe, God sees it. Uh, Hey, director of Pfizer, God sees it. But God gave this warning to the false prophets and let them know you can't hide from God. The warning was meant to terrify these wicked men. But to the one who longs to be near to the Lord, these words are also a great comfort. To the brokenhearted and the weary and to the overwhelmed and to the afraid, God says, I am near. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I see your children. I see your grandchildren. I see your heart before me. Jesus Christ is as near in one place as another. He is as near to the Christians who are suffering in Palestine and to those who are suffering in Israel right now as he is near to those who are suffering in other places around the world, including right here at home. He is a present help in times of trouble, according to Psalm 46, verse 1. He hears our cries. He binds up our wounds. He's able to give us assistance when we're struggling and to carry us when we feel like we cannot carry on. 
So if your heart feels too hard today, if your heart feels like, I just, I can't do this today, look up, keep your eyes on Jesus. God is near. The good news for those of us who have come to the end of ourselves is that he's near. And we know that at one point, God is going to bring all of these things to light. So if you've reached the end of your own strength today, you guys, look up, look to Jesus. He's near. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Uh, I just read a little bit for you from my new book, MomStrong 365, a daily devotional to encourage and empower everyday moms right here. Pretty excited that it's out. So if you need some encouragement every day for your heart, uh, that's a great option for you. So check it out anywhere that books are sold. And like I said earlier, it makes a great Christmas gift. But I, I wrote, you know, 365 days worth of hang in there. Don't give up. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted. Uh, it's if you uh, if you're not looking for a fancy writer, I'm not a fancy writer. Just like I'm not dressed fancy today, although I am heading to Costco after this, and many of you guys will notice I am wearing my Keep Homeschool Weird shirt. <laughs> That's one of my favorite shirts to wear around town. People say, "Aren't you worried that your your homeschool kids will be weird?" Yep, weird in the best possible ways. Weird in that they can think for themselves. Weird in that they understand who they are. Weird in that they don't believe that men can become women and women can become men. Interesting. We're starting to see more and more, by the way, doctors who have been pioneering the transgender medicine, uh, transgender treatment, more and more of them coming out and saying, okay, never mind, we're, we screwed up. Oh, you think? If you guys are paying attention to uh, the, the rise, the incredible rise of anti-Semitism, I want to remind you that at one point the Bible actually prophesies that the whole world will turn against Israel. We were talking about, you know, why isn't the United States mentioned in the end times the other day. And I think uh, very possibly it's because, you know, well, first of all, I don't think the United States is going to be a player at all in what, what goes on at the, uh, at the end of the world. I mean, um, if we're not completely destroyed, we've certainly lost our power and our influence. We won't be a superpower as we are in the world right now. And although we do see that even waning, uh, Russia and China, uh, these, these uh, nations are laughing at us because the United States is weak. We have weak leaders. I, I think we have a mercy right now in Mike Johnson, and I've said that to you guys before. Continue to pray for him, by the way. Uh, this man who genuinely loves the Lord and is now for sure going to be under attack by the enemy because God, uh, God has told us that things are going to be difficult. And uh, I think, you know, one of the reasons maybe why the United States isn't mentioned in Bible prophecies because we just simply will not be a superpower because there still are a lot of Christians, Bible-believing Christians in the United States. If the rapture were to happen, it would cripple the country uh, to see God's people just disappear and be gone. And uh, and it would, it would cripple our economy. 
It would just absolutely cripple the country, send the country into complete chaos to have uh, the, the people of God just disappear. But I'm watching pretty closely what's happening uh, in the headlines as it relates to artificial intelligence. I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, Joe Biden signed an executive order concerning artificial intelligence or AI. And a lot of people saying this is the wrong priority. He signed what he called a landmark executive order on artificial intelligence, which is receiving mixed reviews from experts on the rapidly uh, developing technology. I, I saw uh, King Charles talk about AI. I don't. I'm no. I'm no fan. I know some of you guys are listening to this from England. I'm no fan of a prince or rather king, King Charles. I think he's a woke, uh, radical environmentalist, and so I have, you know, I think he's, you know, up to his eyeballs in with the World Economic Forum. So of course he's cheering on the development, the continued development of artificial intelligence. So what is AI? And I did a little bit of research, and in simple terms, artificial intelligence is computer science that's capable of completing tasks that humans already perform or require human te- human intelligence to complete. So if you've if you've uh, if you've checked out ChatGPT and my daughter has ChatGPT on her phone, and a couple of months ago she showed it to me, and I could not understand, like, why is everybody talking about ChatGPT? ChatGPT is writing books, and and uh, basically it's an app that you can put on your phone, and you can ask it a question. So the other day I said, uh, you know, give me birthday gift ideas for my husband who likes Martin guitars. And ChatGPT uh, won the day. It actually gave me such great gift ideas. I told Summer, I'm like, I'm never going to have to think for myself again. I just put this stuff in here. I asked it the other day to explain sourdough hydration in simple words for the non-mathy girl that is Heidi St. John to kind of understand sourdough hydration and ratios in sourdough. And I'm trying to up my game, right? And so I asked this to ChatGPT, and I'll tell you what, it knocked it out of the park. And for the first time, I understand hydration ratios when I'm making sourdough bread. It was a whole lot faster than getting on the internet, but ChatGPT often is wrong. It often gives wrong information, particularly as it relates to matters of uh, biblical authority, that kind of thing. I asked just for fun. I started asking all kinds of questions about the Bible and I got, you know, a large part of them wrong because it has to get its information right uh, from the internet. So AI uses technology to learn and recreate human tasks. And currently, in some situations, it has the ability to perform tasks better than we do, which obviously poses uh, a threat to the workforce. So there are four types of development for uh, AI right now, reactive machines, limited memory, something called theory of mind and self-awareness. I'm going to tell you uh, what these are just really briefly. I'm going to link to an article that I think might be helpful for those of you who are like, AI, what's what's all the buzz? What's everyone talking about? Uh, reactive machines are task-specific and a basic form of artificial intelligence. So they react to the input provided to them and they offer the same output. So like a machine, think of a robot. Uh, an, an, exactive, uh, an example, rather, of reactive machines is the recommendations section in Netflix, whereby TV shows and movies are recommended by the streaming service to a user based on their seri- search and watch history. 
And so that's one way. The next way is what they call limited memory. Limited memory understands by storing previous captured and learned data and builds knowledge for the future based on its findings. An example of limited memory would be a self-driving car. Okay, I do not want to be in a self- Can you guys imagine? <laughs> also, we're giving this, in, we're, you know, we give, uh, we're giving so much of our personal information away now and everything we do is being tracked and watched. Uh, I think it's super interesting. I was talking to my husband the other day again about something that had to do with guitars and I started getting guitar ads uh, on the internet. Because why? Because our phones are listening to us, our computers are listening to us. The third kind of artificial intelligence, something called theory of mind, and this is where ChatGPT comes in. Theory of mind means that humans have thoughts, feelings, emotions, and desires that impact their day-to-day behaviors and decisions. So while early adaptations of artificial intelligence struggled with theory of mind, it has since made astonishing improvements, and I put improvements in air quotes. In order for AI to procure theory of mind, it has to understand that everyone has feelings and develop the ability to change its behavior as humans do. So AI, ChatGPT specifically, has passed a theory of mind test to commensurate that that puts it basically on the level of a nine-year-old. And that article came out in February of 2023, so I'm assuming uh, it's much more advanced now than it was even then. And finally, is self-awareness. When artificial intelligence is self-aware, the stages of development will be complete. So obviously this is the most challenging thing, and they haven't figured this out. But when they do, I'm telling you what, uh, it's going to be a game changer. And now you got the Biden administration you know, wanting to fund it and promoting it. And he's like, you know, we need to be really careful. Well, I don't trust Joe Biden as far as I could throw him. That guy doesn't have a thought in his head that uh, comes from himself, and he's a puppet from for somebody else. And I don't think he has the best interests of the American people in mind. I don't think he cares one whit about our uh, security as a nation, which is why he's literally turning our nation over to uh, invasion on our southern border. And so I, I, when he says, this is what I'm doing, boy, I'll tell you what, uh, the hair on my neck stands up. You guys know that in the middle of uh, COVID, not the middle, in the very beginning of COVID, I was probably one of the first people that started saying, this isn't right. Something doesn't feel right about this. Listen to the Holy Spirit in your lives, men and women. If something doesn't feel right to you, if there's a check in your spirit, do your homework. And so uh, I have a check in my spirit about this. But um, I I think there's nothing that we can do to stop it. Artificial intelligence is here to stay. Uh, Challenger Gray and Christmas, which is a coaching company in Chicago, found in April in a report that ChatGPT could replace 4.8 million jobs in the future. Specifically, it's likely to replace jobs that are repetitive and predictable, like copywriters, customer service representatives, cashiers, data clerks, drivers, Yikes. Individuals with graduate degrees are the most fearful of losing their jobs to AI, and nearly 69% of them emphasize their fear of it, according to a recent survey. While humans are becoming increasingly alarmed by artificial intelligence, we are already using it in our everyday lives in ways that we might not even realize. For example, here's some ways that we're already using artificial intelligence. Uh, Facial recognition, social media, obviously, Uh, curating what you see or don't see 
on social media, search engines, voice assistants, smart devices, software with recommendations. Uh, this is absolutely happening. So think about the last couple of years, these determinations of um, violations of community guidelines. That's AI, right? So, uh, you know, when they say, you know, that you, the fact checkers, it's, it's AI. It's some kid or it's some kid sitting in his mommy's basement. I don't know. But uh, voice assistants like Google Home, Amazon, Alexa, Apple, you know, Siri, all examples of voice assistants that employ artificial intelligence. So it's definitely here. It's here to stay. Keep your eye on on this because it's a developing story and it's going to continue to evolve in the days and weeks to come. But I want to remind you that the Lord sees it all. He sees it all. He's aware of what's happening. We don't need to be afraid. I do think we need to be informed. Continue to pray with me for the uh, the fight against radical Islamist terrorism that is happening uh, in the Middle East right now. Keep your eye on Iran, which is just modern day Persia. Keep your eye on Russia and China pray for Taiwan. So much unrest in the world right now. And I believe uh, this is an incredible time to be alive. And it's an incredible time. You guys, God has you here for this time in human history. It's not an accident to the Lord that you're here right now. So walk with him, trust him, train your children to know and be able to hear the sound of the, of the voice of the Lord in their lives. So that when all the other voices are screaming in their ears, they can recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit and respond to it. I want to thank you guys so much for listening uh, to the Heidi St. John podcast. I hope it encourages and blesses you. If you have a question you'd like to have addressed at Mailbox Monday, you guys know how to find me, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash Mailbox Monday. Have a great day, everybody. And I will see you back here again at the intersection of faith and culture.